the top players and legends to the very best analysts around the world from wherever the beautiful game is played. This is BTP. Now, we're talking football. Yes, hello folks, welcome to Beyond the Pitch. I'm as always Phil Bryce, joined by regular co-host here, Cal McFadden. I'm actually saying the other day it's a hard day, but I must confess, the best team won the league by far. Liverpool were magnificent, Klopp has done a fantastic job. Um, and brought the smiles back to Liverpool faces. I'm delighted to be joined here with Liverpool legend Roy Evans, who of course, part of the great Liverpool boot room, and of course, back as previous, he was their previous manager, of course. Um, Roy, it's been 30 years, I'm sure... Whenever Liverpool were winning league titles, you never thought it would be 30 years. How does it feel to finally get that monkey off your back? Um, absolutely delighted, obviously. And, uh, we'd, I'd like to have done it in my time, obviously, uh, again. Mm-hmm. But we were like, obviously, we, 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 we won over sort of 30 major trophies in, in my time at Liverpool. Yep. Um, obviously, different managers and different things. But um, it was all nice to be part of that. Um, but to go so long again, obviously, obviously with the Egan, we, we, we won the Champions League. We won the, the World uh, league Cup, if you like, um, but the, the the Premier League is your is your bed and butter, the one you you work mm-hmm. for uh, week in and week out, and it was it was it was, it was crazy that we hadn't won that, but it's uh, great that we put that right, and uh, we've done it in great style, I think, and, and uh, top marks to Jurgen and his mm-hmm. and his uh, his team, and of course all, a lot of the people in the backroom staff as well. In terms of Jurgen, he's as you've said, and Phil rightly said in his introduction. Done an incredible job at the club. You consider the team he inherited post Brendan Rodgers. Um, you consider the style he wanted to implement. Yes, at first, in the first six months or so, it took time. But he's won the Champions League. He's now won the league, won the, the World Club Championship, as you've rightly said. Where do you think he ranks in terms of all-time Liverpool managers at this moment? Well, I'm always, I'm always like uh, reluctant to, to measure them up because, again, obviously, we, Shankly Paisley... Joe Fagan, um, you know, Ronnie Moran, who wasn't was a bit of a manager and whatever, um, Graham Souness, Kenny Aglis. I mean, they've all done great jobs for um, for Liverpool. So it's Liverpool. He's up there with the very best, and that's what I would say because uh, the style of football um, is what Liverpool fans want to see. And of course, they want to win trophies. That's that's part of it. And, and Jurgen's got both of them um, in, in the way where he, he takes his players. And and also, to be fair. It, he has the passion and he seems to get the Liverpool humour even at the end of the day. He seems yeah. to really understand what Liverpool is all about and uh, the man's done a great job and, and hope he uh, stays there for a long time. He's a thoroughly, thoroughly likeable man, I have to say. Um, and I, one of the things that I look at, when he came in, Man City and Guardiola were so far ahead of everybody else. And I looked at that and thought, they're so exceptional, they're going to be so hard to catch. For me, Klopp's done two things. He has done an incredible job catching Man City, but also psychologically convincing Liverpool players that they can win the league. That you know, there's been so many close calls, and maintaining that belief and that ruthless consistency every week. Um, for you, Roy, is that one of his biggest achievements in getting Liverpool players to believe that you know that this is a team capable of winning the league? Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, as I say. I think he, um, he, he talks to the players, he talks to them individually, talks to them as a team, I think, uh, to be fair. Um, obviously, you're always going to win that first trophy. And, that, and for that, when he did that, obviously, Champions League, and then it, we went from sort of strength to strength. Um, but um, last year, we missed it by maybe a point, was it, against Man City? 
Um, but we, we got stronger again. And, and, but you do have to remember as well, the, the American owners have been fantastic in terms of backing him financially. And, and you, you hear very little of them, but they, they've been fantastic in the background to, to allow to, to buy people like Van Dyke and, and Salah and whatever. So we, uh, I would say at this moment in time, it's uh, Man City and Liverpool are, are, are in, in the very same area and we're probably just a little bit better than them. And in terms of recruitment, you, you've talked there about the, the players he's, he's brought in, he's strengthened the squad and the team as a whole. Um, we had Graham Souness on the show earlier this week and Graham's very big on calling for teams to buy when they're strong and never never stay still. How important will that be now for Liverpool? Because although this season has been incredible so far and I'm sure could continue to be because there's plenty of records that they could break, how important is it that they continue to build on this? Oh, I don't think they should take the foot off the pedal. I mean, again, it's uh, obviously won it. It's not quite... It's difficult to have that little extra edge. But I just think they'll carry on playing the same as because they'll, they'll like to break all the other records that they can. Um, but uh, but again, I mean, I work with Graham as well. And again, if you win something, then I think it's, you should always be looking to try and improve your squad again. And uh, obviously that's where the, uh, the owners come in and, and, and the financial side. Um, because you, you you can't you can't stand there and let people catch you up. You've got to try and stay ahead of the game, and uh, I think that's what that's what that's what will happen uh, in the close season. Right. We talked about the players that came in, of course, Fante, you know, these key players, Allison. Uh, but what about when Coutinho left? Because lots of people went at that time thought that was a poor sign. It was a sign that Liverpool couldn't hold on to their best players. But in many ways, that changed how Liverpool played they weren't so dependent on one particular player Klopp was able to implement his system as we see now was that an important turning point for Liverpool selling Coutinho? Yeah but no it wasn't so important I think if he wanted to stay then then I mean we would have been willing to keep him there because he is a he is a, a great player but at the end of the day uh, at the end of the day if he wants to go there's no good having it's no good having a player there that doesn't want to be at your, at your football club mm-hmm. uh, because it starts to, you know his attitude would start to bring people down. So yeah, let him go, and then of course we will be putting a lot of people to do the same job, and they've done it uh, perfectly. In terms of your your spell at Liverpool, you gave local boys the opportunity, the likes of Steve McManaman, Robbie Fowler, Michael Owen. Just how proud are you of, of the likes of Trent Alexander-Arnold to have really taken their chance and, and then some? He's one of the key players in Liverpool's side and, and world football now, let's be honest. <clears throat> it's, it's great to see players, you know, young young players come through the whole system. Um, and, and obviously it's the local lads, that's, that's the same. And you're right with McManaman, Fowler um, and, and Trent now. Is Trent obviously got into the scene very early he's, he's getting, and he's, he's done fantastically well. Getting better and better. I mean, I still think there's a little bit of room for improvement, and and he's. But I, I think he's done uh, fantastic as a young lad uh, in that position. And as I say, he can only get better. And um, but again, it, that's there's nothing better than seeing a, a player come from maybe as a, um, a 14, 15 year old and, and go right through the system to be one of your top players. Well, you talk about bringing in players. This is not an easy team to buy for. Klopp has a fantastic system. It's almost surgically need to bring in players and put them in. They have to fit this system. This system. When I look at this Liverpool team, it's greater than the sum of its parts. Everybody plays for the for for the for each other. It's not an individual team. Is it hard to bring yep. players into a team like that because they have to fit this system? No, I, I think at the end of the day, yeah, obviously it's trying to bring players there, but but again. 
people come into your system, but you're totally right about hey, it's a team game. I mean, I don't care who you are with you. most Sally and you score your goals, you, you can't do it without the rest of them. And the whole thing is team-based, and that's what yeah. I, I love uh, about them. Um, and yeah, sometimes, obviously, you, you bring people in who have been maybe a superstar in, in the club that they were at, but when they come to Liverpool, then they're the same as everybody else, and that's what you, I think that's the way that Jürgen works. And he's, uh, I think he's, he's always got the players on his side. I mean, I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. sure he, he kicks them to the backside occasionally, which is the right thing to do when they don't do well. But um, I think he's great with the praise, and he's great with the uh, and very clear with what he wants off the players. And in terms of Liverpool going forward as well, um, how important is Jordan Henderson to this Liverpool team? Because we always talk about the front three, we always talk about Van Dijk, but for me, Jordan Henderson has really stepped up to the plate in these last three or four years. A lot of people questioned him when he arrived, when he was named captain after Steven Gerrard. A lot of people thought, can he handle that? But for me, he seems as if he is vital, a vital cog in, in the success of Liverpool. Well, without a doubt, actually, again, I've obviously been a defender myself um, in my time. So, um, I mean, you've always got, we've always got the glory boys, which are the lads up front who score the goals and make them that. But just remember that hey, you, you've got a, a goalkeeper that makes straight saves. And you've got a defence that are, are, you know, winning balls and, and doing things. So, it's uh, it's it, we always used to laugh at the forwards sometimes because, as I say, they, they're the ones who think make everything look exciting. But again, when you've got someone like uh, Jordan Henderson, every week you know what you're going to get. Steady. Very rarely does he make a uh, a big mistake. He's, he's always on the ball. You could say Andy Robinson's in very similar situations. So we, we've got a team of, of what guys who are really you know what you're going to get every week from them. And they say, OK, then you've got the lads who, who produce some fantastic football between them, um, whether it be um, Mane or, or uh, Salah, uh, Firmino, Fabinho. I mean, they're all fantastic players. And it's, they, seem to, they seem to merge well. They seem to all get on, which I think makes them a better team. Roy, Liverpool is a special football club. It's a special city. It's a city that loves its football. And when foreign managers come to Liverpool, they almost embrace them. They, they, they embrace the city as well. We see this with Julio. We saw this with Rafa Benitez. And now we see this with Jurgen Klopp. And Liverpool fans expect their manager to embody the values of the football club and the city. Jurgen Klopp has done that. Uh, do, would yeah. you say that uh, he has come in, completely embraced what Liverpool is about and got the club right away? I think yeah he did. I mean, quite surprisingly, because obviously you come from a different country. It's, and, but Jürgen came up to the club, and for, first of all, obviously the passion for football. I mean, that that was shown straight away. But again, I think he gets the, the Liverpool humour. I mean, we, we yeah. all think we're a bit comedians, don't we? We all think we're a bit that way <laughs> as, as scouts and whatever. But he gets all that, and I think that's what again, um, to, for the fans' point of view, he he understands their passion. He he, he knows that they want to be a, a team that plays great football but we also want to be a team that, that wins wins trophies and uh, he's produced um, he's produced that um, now in the last couple of couple of uh, seasons uh, with Champions League and, and now Premier League so uh, we World Champions Cup at the end of the day so we, we, we he's done fantastic for what he what he, what he uh, achieved with his team Because of the time that Liverpool have won the league with a the current pandemic that we're experiencing, they're unable to, at this stage, parade the trophy in front of their thousands, hundreds of thousands of fans who I'm sure will pack the streets of Merseyside. How how excited are you for when that is finally allowed? Because I imagine for, for many people like yourself who have a real history in the club, it'll be a really proud day that I'm sure you can't wait to take part in as well. 
Well, I'll be delighted to go out for a pint and then. The club has said it's going to happen. Obviously, they're going to have a um, on the, the bus and going to go around the city, and quite rightly so. Uh, when obviously nobody knows, um, but uh, again, I think that they're straightforward enough. I mean, it's they've won, they've won the league, and they've now they've got to start thinking. Okay, where do we go from here? Well, you try and keep on playing, break the records if you can, and then look forward to next season. But. Um, it's, it's a shame from the fans' point of view that they couldn't really enjoy it, certainly in the stadium. Um, but as I said, it is what it is. And uh, the nice thing about Liverpool um, and the, the people that run it, that Peter Moore, who's the chief executive, they never once said, oh, we've, got to, we've got to complete the season. You can't just shut it down now. They were always interest, uh, interested and, and worried about the death rate and, and the sure. different things uh, this, this virus has brought to us. So they, they, they said all the right things. And to be fair, um, I think that was the, the way to go. Right. Um, I want to ask you about uh, uh, about Liverpool as well, because we talk about this. lots of players who've left the football club, lots of managers who've left the club. One thing that's obvious is that they all look back in their time at Liverpool as the best time in their career. They have a special relationship with the fans. Other clubs might be able to pay more. You might have more glamour surroundings. But Liverpool is a football club that you very rarely better when you leave. So we talk about whether they'll be able to hold on to players. But... I don't think it gets any better for these players or for Jurgen Klopp if they go somewhere else. I think they would spend the rest of their lives looking back on this period as the best in their career, no matter what you could pay somewhere else. Uh, so, Do you think that lots of these players will recognise this and say it doesn't get any better than this? I would think so. I think, again, every time I go to watch the games, I always look at them do they look as if they're enjoying playing football? Yeah. Um, and, and I know that sounds very stupid because obviously we all like playing football, yeah. but it's, they, the passion that they show for it, and I, I just feel that, yeah, okay, you're going to get the odd player that's going to move on for whatever circumstances, for different reasons, sometimes money, sometimes whatever else. But at the same time, I think the majority will, will stay because um, they're working for the manager that they trust and, and enjoy and they're playing great football and the the winners hopefully and that's, uh, that's what it's all you can ask for as a, as a top class footballer Now that the pressure of ending the long wait for the title is over could we see a more relaxed Liverpool get into next season and could could that ultimately benefit them because they're not battling to end this incredible piece of history? Well to be fair again I've had Jürgen Klopp as anything like Ronnie Moran years ago <laughs> Ronnie Moran was one of our you know, great, great coaches and uh, when he, when the when the players got with their medals, he's given the medals. Here's your medals, right? He said, "Let's uh, think about next year. That's gone." <laughs> so he put your mind right back into uh, making sure that you didn't think, "Well, oh yeah, we've won the league now. We'll we'll win everything." Uh, you've got to go up next year, and you've got to start again, and you've got to play all the best stuff that you can. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think they'll take the foot off the pedal, that's for sure. Roy, listen, we want to thank you very much for taking the time to join us. You're always a gentleman. You've always taken the time to join us on this show. We wish you nothing but the best. Enjoy the, enjoy the league win. Yeah. Enjoy the success. And thanks very much to you and your lovely family. All the best, mate. It'll be nice when we can. See you, mate. Take care. Cheers, Roy. Thank bye. you.